Då hälsar vi lyssnarna välkomna till ett tredje avsnitt av Sollerupodden. Sollerupodden som försöker då blicka ut över Sollerön och hembygden. Och idag sitter vi här med två spännande karar som vi ska komma närmare in på. Först ska jag presentera platsen här. Vi sitter i gamla Norpan. Alltså det som vi idag kallar för Studio Gliss eller i kortform Studion. Som idag då hyrs av återbruket Klippen. Och här nerifrån hoppas vi kunna producera lite allt möjligt spännande. Sociala aktiviteter, kreativa aktiviteter och det får vi väl betrakta dagens övning som också. I bakgrunden så hör ni ett positivt ljud. Det kommer från sågning av golvplank och det är Lärkasalen som får sig ett nytt golv. Tidigare A-salen. Men nu hälsar vi välkommen till Johan von Lo och Bertus Kolbach. Most welcome to Solarepodden. Tack. Yeah, thank you very much. So uh, when we first met a couple of uh, weeks ago, uh, we realized here are here are two new faces on the island. Two new smiling faces also. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why were you smiling? Yeah, for me, um, uh, my first contact with the island of Solerun was in March of this year. I was invited at Yasunaveget, uh, and um, then we um, one day we decided to go to uh, to Solerun because of the Viking graves. And when I uh, entered uh, or when I crossed the bridge, that's really like. This feeling of home, so I had to cry. Really, I had to cry, and then and then I was like, "What's going on?" And you know, it really feels like home. So, yeah, that was my. So, yeah, I'm home. So I'm smiling. <laughs> ah, that's cool. Yeah. It's, a, it's a it's an emotion coming to you. Uh, yeah, on it's the really. Um, yeah, I didn't knew this feeling before. So for me, it was really new thing, and and it's such a. I don't know, overwhelming feeling to to feel home. So, yeah, that's cool. Let me just uh, 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 recall also when when we had an interview with Busse Prest, there was also uh, the bridge. Something came to him on the bridge, mm. uh, a voice saying, "Look for God." Mm. In his case, it was the all gods involved. Uh, so, Johan, how was? Uh, did you were you also on that? trip with Bertus? Uh, no, I came a few months later in September. I was just on holiday, but it's for me, I'm going to Sweden for years now. And I, the feeling coming home grew bigger and bigger and bigger. And this year I thought, okay, that's it. I'm going to stay here and uh, stay on Solaran because... Yeah, the people are nice and the, the, the yeah, well, it's a, it's a good place to be. There are good vibes over here and, and yeah, it's different from the rest of Sweden. So yeah, and a little bit different maybe from where you also have your have you have spent most of your life, which is in, uh, in Holland. So uh, before we get into Solaron, let's zoom out to Holland a little bit and uh, 
and wh- how you came here in the first place, your your backstory. Yeah, um, for me, um, I'm uh, I was born in uh, in the middle of the Netherlands, uh, near uh, the city of Utrecht, and um, uh, spent the whole yeah the whole my youth I, I spent there, and then I went into the military, so I was. Yeah, uh, stationed everywhere in the Netherlands. Uh, went on two tours to Bosnia, and um, yeah, after a while, uh, after a while, it was 15 years. I decided to uh, to quit uh, this job. Uh, became a fireman. Um, then I did. Um, I have to think. I was a crane driver also because I learned that in the in the army to be a crane driver. And an instructor um, did some uh, outdoor sports um, in the Ardennes, and um, yeah, and 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 that's the fun part. I think the last couple of years, I uh, I lived on an island in uh, in the Netherlands, Flevoland. It's um, um, it's an artificial island. It's in the middle. Flotland. Flevo. Uh, Flevo. Flevoland. Flevoland, okay. For if Flatland bor on Flatan, that are the oftest Flatan. That's a Cornelis Vreesvik uh, yeah, tune, yeah, okay. but, I, but it's Flatland in Sweden. I don't know if yeah. the same island. Let's yeah. have to yeah. look that up. So yeah. So and so and now I'm I'm back on an island again. Ah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I got something with islands, and yeah, and then then um, uh, last year I uh, I met someone from Sweden in an, uh, a shamanic uh, ceremony in the Netherlands. And she told me, uh, oh, you have to come to Sweden to meet your ancestors. But as far as I know, I don't have any uh, Swedish. Uh, my my back name and my family name is a German name. And I know my seventh generation grandfather. Uh, I'm the seventh generation since he came from Germany, uh, Frankfurt. So, but yeah, now I'm here. Uh, then then in March, of course, I was here and I had this feeling. And, and then I was invited again. Uh, to come he- to come uh, here and uh, stay here and uh, yeah and now I'm here on an island again and uh, a lot of friends ask me oh do you know this place in Sweden and do you know that place and actually no because uh, uh, yeah I only went to Stockholm one time ah. <laughs> and to Mura but that's it okay and to Malung also, yeah. Yeah, now uh, now to yeah, Malung also, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you're you're mentioning uh, the shaman uh, part and uh, the spiritual practice, yeah. and uh, well, in if we're looking at the spiritual places around here, we have Yesundabariet also. Yes. So, uh, what can you say about that part, uh, uh, the connection between your shamanism and uh, being here? Yeah, I, I, I am. I'm, I'm very fortunate uh, to to live on the on, in Bengtsarvet, uh, where the Viking graves are, and I really have this good feeling uh, when I'm there. And um, the special thing, I think, if you if you are driving around uh, Lake Siljan, uh, you always are kind of in contact with Yasundabergat. So it's a very, yeah, it's a, a remarkable 
spot in in uh, in the landscape. So it's it's always there, and and it, yeah, that's wonderful. You always get kind of attracted to to the mountain. So, and I don't know what it is, but it is this. It is what it is. It's, it's really wherever you walk, it's always. Uh, yeah, you can check my phone. Hundreds of pictures of the mountain every every day. If there's new light with the with the the sunset, or you know, I have to take a picture of the mountain. <laughs> that's that's cool to to hear uh, the mountain being that important, uh, yeah. or or to you at least. Uh, I'm thinking for many people who who grow up here, it's always there. It's yeah. always been there, and it's uh, it sits there. Yeah. Maybe. And also partly why we're doing this interview is that you come from uh, somewhere somewhere else with a new vision, seeing what you what you've seen so far. I'm sure you're going to see new things as you go along here. Yeah. But but it's interesting for us to to catch uh, uh, your 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 thoughts. Um, okay, so Utrecht, you say you are you are not from Utrecht. No, I'm from uh, Oldebroek. It's uh, also in the center of Holland, but it's a bit uh, uh, 80 kilometers higher than Utrecht. And I grew up there the first five years, and then my mother and I moved uh, for several times all over Holland. <clears throat> and then I came back to live with my grandparents when I was 12. And then, uh, yeah, we lived uh, near the forest. And we did some farming and stuff, so that's that's where I grew up. And then I started moving all over Holland again because <laughs> I followed my work. And then, um, yeah, well, I started going to Sweden for, oh, well, yeah, I came, first time was more than 30 years ago. It was an uh, invitation, come with us, and so, okay, let's go. And then I uh, spent two weeks here, and then ten years after, and then ten years after. I'm getting old, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But then, yeah, then, yeah, well, it's it's more like coming home here, and, and um, um, I spent a lot of time in Jezunderberg, and then all the pictures I make are from Soloran. For me, it's the island in the sun. It's because mostly there's a sun, some sunshine on the island. It's, it's great to see. And um, yeah, the, the place I grew up with my grandparents was about yeah the same space between the houses, the same farms, the same fields, and almost the same size. It's yeah, it's a, a double homecoming, except there was no church there. So, but. <laughs> That was uh, somewhere else, but um, yeah. And then it's it's very uh, um, it's new to me to for for being here on the island, feeling home and and making acquaintance with people and making new friends and doing that in such a, a fast time. So the people here are really different from what I used to uh, meet, and it's a very warm feeling here. So no, it's not a yeah. It's more. That's, of course, that's uh, that's uh, uh, to hear that. Of course, uh, is, is something promising, uh, and it's a, 
of course, for the people who feel like ambassadors or uh, representatives from from here are happy to hear that. So, yeah. and and w- <clears throat> can you develop that thought a little bit? Uh, you've been met with friendliness and and smiles and w- warmth. You say, yeah, uh, and that's on a daily basis. So. Not because I'm, I'm, uh, because I'm getting involved with the community now. I'm working for Clippen now and then, and um, yeah, we put up the picture of the priest for the the, the year market and, and and stuff like that. And it's um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a good feeling to be here and and also the people here, and to be involved and to to uh, becoming part of the community. And I have no idea we, uh, where we're going. We can be creative or, or just relax now and then move on and try different things. And it's, uh, it's a whole new world here. So uh, a new world, he says, opening up. Uh, Berges, do you, uh, do you share these uh, thoughts with uh, Yuan and feelings about uh, the, the people? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm living on a on a farmhouse, and uh, there was a lot of work to do, mm. and um, there still is, and there still is a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> But um, you know, I was talking with uh, my neighbor uh, Kalle, and then uh, Menke. He, he showed up for the first time, so we met, and I said, "Yeah, you know, there's a big." part of the meadow and I have to do it with uh, only a trimmer because that's all the tools I got and uh, so uh, I have a lot of work to do today uh, or in the coming weeks because it's a very big uh, meadow and then I was uh, walking uh, so we say goodbye and half an hour later I hear a tractor in the distance and I was like what? What's going on? So I was looking, and uh, Benke took his uh, tractor and he just started to mow the complete uh, <laughs> uh, meadow. You know, something that yeah we yeah I, I'm, I'm living outside. I'm I, in the Netherlands. I was living on a bungalow park, um, but I'm not used to this. This you know, and mm-hmm. I know it from my from my from my grandparents. They lived in a in a like a community like uh, like uh, Bank Sarvet uh, and everyone knows each other and that's what 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 happens here you know now uh, with the harvest market on the 25th of September if i introduce myself yeah i'm living uh, yeah we know we know that you're living there and you know everyone <laughs> knows and that's super nice this is really yeah. what what this so this brings back memories from my grandparents where I was in this small village and everyone knew each other so you know then they knew like ah oh, you are the son of Ari yeah yeah okay yeah, now we know so you know so everyone knew each other and th- this feeling it's is really kind of nostalgic feeling mm-hmm. uh, and in a way uh, especially nowadays I think this is something that we should bring back again that people know each other and that we help each other without yeah you know, kind of unconditional love like okay i do something for you but you don't have to 
uh, do something for me. You know, I, I do it because I like you or I love you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is, yeah, I think I'm craving for this. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that, that we should, yeah, if we can develop this more, that people can help each other without, you know, uh, with so yeah, even without money or without we, we can help each other. You know, can you help me out? Yes, I can. I, you know what what had happened with Johan also yeah. when he needed a, a trailer to get his stuff from 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 his place. You know, we, we there was a solution. There is always a solution for and and that's super nice, really. Okay, so like what I'm hearing is that okay, you've been living in cities. And now you come to a small place where people know each other. Yeah. Like also, we have this in you have this in Holland yeah. in small places where people know each other, and it's yeah. like the community feeling. Yeah, a little bit what you feel here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And so. even on a bigger scale, you know, everyone is concerned about uh, what's going on in the area. It's not not only our little village or our household or my neighbors. No, it's bigger. You know, everyone is concerned about what's going on in the world or. or but especially here in this region and i think that's wonderful yeah and these two things don't need to be uh, in contradiction with each other you can care for the local community as well as as a bigger place but it starts it's it's and i think it's uh in the netherlands they have this kind of advertisement if you want to change the world you have to change yourself it starts with you and and you can see it here you know if you are friendly to somebody else, somebody else is friendly, and it's like this oil stain on the water. It grows mm-hmm. bigger and bigger and bigger, and you know, and, and everyone, yeah, you can really feel it that people are, and of course there there are people with different thoughts, but it's never like uh, them against us or or the other way around. It's you know where it's unity and we have respect for each other's uh, different ways of view. Yeah, and that's that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, in Holland we call that uh, a little part from from the little community Norberhulp. Yeah, you help your neighbors, and and um, what better said? Well, you you got to be friendly. To, you help you be friendly and smile. In Holland, a lot of people start to uh, coming back from that. They don't accept it, or they think you're weird. And here. It's a normal way of being, no. and that's the yeah. That's why it feels so much like home here. It's, it's different from the rest of Sweden. There, especially the big cities are different. Um, no. People here are more open, and and uh, yeah, you feel welcome when you come in. Well, that's uh, it's cool to hear that because sometimes uh, and and it's a discussion. When you're moving to a small place in the in a rural area, being coming into into the society or coming in touch with the people is yeah. is like what's the tricky part. Yeah, well, mostly the people want to. You think the people want to know you first, so you lay back. But um, the difference is, if you go out to the people, you become part of them. If you stay at home and do nothing, well, nothing will happen. So. It works both ways. You have to get out to the people or say hi to them, and that's the smallest thing that you start with. And then people start smiling. And they, 
Yeah, so, yeah, and then it's organic and it, yeah. it flows. So also your approach to the island, uh, we must give some credit to it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but I think uh, that a good good example was this summer when a teacher friend of us uh, was also with us, and uh, Johan uh, and Ties they were smoking cigarettes sometimes on the porch, and uh, they were always waving to the yeah. the people who drove by. And sometimes we there were people who were looking if if Johan and Ties were on the porch, so they they could. <laughs> could wave to them yeah, so we, it's yeah. very funny yeah. sight if because i was then on the meadow or something but you could always see people like slowing down to to wave back and yeah, yeah that's the funny nice. part. at yeah. first they drove by and then yeah. people go slow and then they wave before we do it yeah. and then you yeah. just yeah, yeah. <laughs> And eventually, then they stop and have a talk and you yeah. know and introduce themselves and you know like that. So it's super nice. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were all smiling. <laughs> That's where you are <laughs> right now. There you see a future. Uh, this, these relations developing yeah. also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, but uh, you want you are onto something when you're saying okay, uh, and you are both onto something uh, when you're saying we've been. Uh, all over the place. We lived here and there, there and uh, and. Uh, but you, you're all, what I'm hearing is that you're saying, but this is a special place. Uh, why is it then special? Because you, we, you were also saying that this reminds me of my grandfather's small place in Holland. Or is there an extra dimension here? Or uh, are you following me? Are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but that's. For me, it's like uh, it's also the energy here. You know, there is a lot different, and and of course, uh, I'm living on an island. But uh, for the people who know the Netherlands, you can, except for trees, but you can see for miles because it's flat. Everything is flat, or you see a city, or <laughs> you see trees. But that's it. And here, wherever you look, you know, it's it's always different view and it's what Johan started with uh, the island of the sun you know the sun the skies here in the morning and in the mm -hmm. evening it's 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 like you are in well, we can say Tomteland <laughs> you know because it's <laughs> it's special it's like it's made uh, yeah. but this is this is life this is real this is nature this is how it's supposed to be and I think the energy here on the island uh, yeah, it's just a special place, mm -hmm. and you can, you know, you have to experience it really. And I had some visitors uh, last summer, and of course my my family was here, but also some other visitors from the Netherlands, and they still talk about it. Well, ah, oh, it's a good place to be, and it was so quiet. It is quiet, really. It's quiet here, you know. There, in in the Netherlands, I I don't think that that it's so quiet. Yeah, maybe my place, but nah, then then no. after ten o'clock, you know. But yeah. here it's after five o'clock. It's you can really do your best of listening any sound to any sound, but it's quiet. Yeah. And and it's there's so much peace really, and that's yeah. that's good. That's that's something. Uh, yeah. And we know each other from uh, survival uh, school. I I got a survival school in the Netherlands and. Uh, uh, we would so we like to be out in nature also, 
to enjoy nature and you know and now it's not I'm not going into nature we are nature here yeah. and that's that's yeah. that's really wonderful well you're part of it like and, you, and what you're saying is also that you're more and more becoming a part of the community yeah and community is, is nature in in some yeah. way maybe then no. yeah Uh, Bertus, you are saying you're talking about the island, and uh, I think there has been several books written on that subject. What does an island do to the people living on the island? Uh, do you, is this is this a subject you want to? Uh, yeah, but I, I, last I think this year, in the beginning of this year, someone wrote a, a story about also uh, about the Netherlands. We are we are the end of a lot of rivers, big rivers from Europe. It's the River Meuse, it's the River Rhine, and then it, it's, it's also splitting, so we are like in a delta land. And, um, and water energetically is flowing always. It's flowing, but uh, water is also carrying information, also, uh, it's, it's cleaning stuff, you know, so... It's like it's, if you have trouble, it's washing away your troubles also, you know, and we are surrounded by, by water over here and in a green environment and, uh, you know, everything. I don't know, but it's, this is the energy, I think. And of course, this is a special place. Well, it's created by a meteorite some thousand years ago. So the energy is is so different than mm -hmm. than than every <clears throat> other place, I think, really. And, and uh, the energy is different. Do you think this affects uh, the people uh, because of the water flowing and the meteorite, perhaps? And and they say about also people who are living in mountain areas that they can be a little bit historically from a big distance from other people so they've, yeah. they've learned to take care of themselves um, in a way they're autonomous yeah. they're used to being in small groups and not always yeah. interacting so much uh, can you feel that here as well uh, yeah I think it an island is, is, is like a city only it doesn't need walls <laughs> and and you know like in the ancient days we have mm -hmm. walls to defend yourself from other people but this is an island so you have a natural barrier uh, you always know, know who is the stranger uh, because they are not part of the community and you know and and nowadays for me it, it feels like okay I was the stranger but um, uh, yeah but Uh, despite the the language, because that's that's still a hard thing, but but we are learning, and um, but we yeah for me I, I really feel like I'm a part of the community uh, mm -hmm. already uh, you know, and that within four months, so that's uh, yeah, pretty uh, quick. <laughs> and let yeah. me also say to the listeners that uh, both Bertus and Yuan have contributed a lot to. Uh, to uh, the activities, uh, especially around Klippen, and uh, to, uh, also to Bengtsarvet, some of, of the fields that you're taking care of, yeah. the graves, and but also you were scaring uh, the hell out of people at Halloween, for example. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's good fun. <laughs> so uh, lately we've seen uh, also the, uh, the, the, the effects of uh, the pandemic, 
And you've come here during this this time, and uh, in my eyes, uh, also, we've seen the strength of a small place like this, uh, with a lot of space that we have, not being so affected by uh, uh, this pandemic as they have been in other cities. Yeah. So we can, our lives can uh, go on, not undisturbed, but to a, to a large extent, at least. Um, what? can you say about that do you feel do you feel free here in terms of um, the pandemic and and uh, other regulations also yeah in the case of the pandemic yes I, f I feel free here it's not that I came here because of uh, the pandemic I wasn't running away from it and uh, yeah for me I just I try I live healthy and, and being being a lot outdoors we get a lot of fresh air and uh, it wasn't my worry to be there uh, and mm, yeah for me it's no discussion uh, no anyway. but so if you compare it to the Netherlands then here we, <coughs> you don't you don't even know yeah if you walk in Mura and you see this 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 Sometimes. sign that they say okay keep distance oh yeah fuck there's something going on you know like that yeah. but here on the island no it's like and now in the Netherlands the 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 you hear it or you read it on Facebook that the, they are everything is getting more firm again and you know we have to uh, wear masks again or they have to wear masks again and stuff like and of course yeah we don't noticed that over here and and it's what Johan said uh, during the pandemic I was in the Netherlands uh, so from the start on and I every day I worked outside so yeah. uh, you know and now I, I I have to be outside because I'm working on the farm so it nothing changed for me um, and yeah I think this is you know if a healthy lifestyle I think that's 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 a It's also a healthy body. Is what what did they say in well, the ancient Greek about a healthy mind in a healthy body? You know, and I think that that It still works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Healthy mind in a healthy body. Do you think that's a, a possibility to have uh, around here? Do we have these environments? I, I think every yeah. As as far as I can see, you know, there's a lot of healthy people over here. So yeah, it's wonderful. Oh. Yeah, it's good to hear. Uh, this podcast is also uh, trying to catch. Uh, it's catch, trying to catch its history, uh, where we, where people come from, and who we are in a way. It's also trying to look at the uh, what's what's now. But maybe more most importantly is looking into the future. If you were the mayors of this place. <laughs> oh, or even the, or even the president. <laughs> oh, president. Okay. I didn't prepare you for this question, so uh, this, it comes. It comes. No, uh, is there a vacancy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. What, what, do you see a future for this place? And uh, in, in, do you think there's there's a what holds us back? What I think, direction? Yeah, I think the 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 the. There, there is, there is two things. Um, uh, you can, you can uh, change a lot, um, but the question is, do you want to change? 
a lot. Because uh, this is, in, in a way, it's an it's authentic uh, community. And it's, of course, it's progressing. And, but do you want to, to have this progress that they have in the big cities? And I don't think that we should do something or we yeah i can now i can say we we should mm-hmm. do anything mm-hmm. like that because you know then then it will be kind of circus and and and, and i don't think that, that and i think that we lose our authenticity yeah. authentic way of living and um but on the other hand you know i, I uh, personally um i was kind of amazed uh, that that there is there is a nice route to, uh, around the viking graves and but that's it. You look only at a pile of rocks, and and then you have to imagine that this is a Viking grave. And uh, since my interest is in the Viking era, um, I would like to see really as something like like. Um, I, I was wondering why why are the the, the things that 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 they are find uh, the artifacts that they found in the in the graves? Why are they not on the island anymore? Because this is from here. This is this is, I can say, our <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, from mm-hmm. our ancestors. And uh, why is it not here? And maybe, maybe uh, if I want to change something, is to um, shine the light a little bit more on that. You know, this is a Viking island. We have it in our logo, the mm-hmm. Viking boat, and. Uh, like like a place like the Kultplatz, um, it's only a pile of rocks now. And I really like to to see the the three statues of of Thor and Odin and and, and Freya again, so people can Im- uh, use their imagination like how it was in those days, and not only see it on a plate. And this was a Kultplatz, and they did this, and they did that, and that's it, you know. And I what I what I did is also uh, I took uh, one of the descriptions uh, from uh, Hembiksgaard and I want to um, translate it in Dutch because there are a lot of Dutch people also on this island so then they can read it in their own language and then it's maybe it's you know it's getting alive a little bit more and um, uh, we were talking with some people here from the island also maybe we can uh, organize a Viking market once a year or something, and that people can come to the island and that it's more living again. Because now it's only uh, like a picture. You 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 watch at a picture, but that's it. And, and now maybe it's nice to have some moving uh, images, so like a video. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's something that I would like. Uh, to see or, or if we can arrange that and of course uh, uh, um, we know that, that, that there are some people uh, who doesn't want to do anything but maybe we can just little steps and uh, and don't make it a circus or, or something but really uh, with respect for the for the mm-hmm. for the environment and for the for the for the, the people of Solaren uh, but bring it more alive because this is very important uh, history. Mm. Yeah. And you see uh, big values around here for visitors to, to yeah. come to. And, uh, yeah. 
And what I hear is that you're also willing to contribute. Oh, to, yeah, absolutely. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we have your... Uh, you have big access also. So I would have big access. But also, you know, I, I, I read a lot about uh, the gods and the, the stories and the history. And um, I'm carving these uh, statues of uh, Odin, mostly. Um, so, yeah, if I... I can make a big statue of Odin and, and Thor and Freya. We can put it back on the on the cool plots that people have kind of more an image like, oh, this mm -hmm. is how it was in those days. Mm -hmm. What I really liked was at the well here that there was a, 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 yeah. a paper how to use the well in a proper way, how they did it in those days. It's bringing back. It's it's. It's not remembering, but it's reopening because it's in our DNA, or especially the DNA of these people who are living on solar earth. Because these Vikings, while well, Viking is a is a is, 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 yeah, it's a proverb. It's not even a, it's not a, a people because we were Swedish people who went on Vik. Uh, you get raiding uh, and trading uh, around the world and. Um, uh, but you know, but these people were your ancestors, so we have to, to honor them. In a, it was last uh, November when when we had the the candles at the graveyards, and then we are honoring our direct ancestors, grandfathers, grandmothers, aunts, uncles. And I said, no, we have to do also put a light on the on the Viking graves. Because this is our ancestors. Also, we can we have to honor them also, and uh, so we put it on the Facebook that we did it, and a lot of, I think more than one hundred people were responding like, "Oh, very good," and "Thank you," and you know, like that. Um, so for me, it's more bringing back awareness to where did we come from, mm -hmm. and make it alive again. Because there is no future without knowing your history. So. For me, it's very important. So uh, when we're speaking about the future, you're bringing up the Vikings. Uh, are we... Uh, are we <laughs> uh, may, uh, is this the key to the future, uh, to, to bring them along on the, on the boat? Yeah, no, maybe. Well, I was thinking that it's the same thing, you know, how, how super nice it would be if we have a Viking boat again, because I, I heard that we had a Viking boat uh, here. Uh, on the lake again but if you have one and you can uh, you know if only for tourists you can have this this uh, yeah what's what's a I don't know it in, in English but you can f uh, sail for for half an hour around uh, the island or something you know and then it would be wonderful I think there are a lot of people who are wow you know I'm, I'm, oh, I can be on a Viking ship and uh, of course the Vikings are since the the the, the Siri Vikings uh, Vikings are in the spotlight again mm -hmm. but let's keep it that way now because for a very very long time let's say a thousand years we didn't have much attention for these people but um, yeah they created so <coughs> So let me ask you, uh, uh, Bertus, do you, do you, and also you, you one, do you do you see uh, uh, your idea of the Viking, what they were, what they stood for? Do you see the Viking today, or the people here today, and the Vikings? We're related by blood. 
but is there a something brought along is their presence still around yeah because yeah I, I think there is there is some um, but um, on the other way I think we really need to bring it back it's what I said you know we there there were artifacts found on the island and there's nothing on the island anymore uh, so for me it would be very nice if there was maybe a longhouse so we can build a longhouse and we have a viking museum in it and 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 with the artifacts they found on the on the on the graves here on on the island and and maybe even if there because i know that's also going to happen uh, that they want to do more research to the to the the viking graves or the, the possible viking graves um Show it to the people that we that there's still interest in it, and that there is still that we still uh, want to know about our history of the island, and you know, and, and yeah, it would be wonderful, really. And it's not, of course, we're talking about Solaren, but um, it's the same thing for me. What happened in the Netherlands? A lot of people are looking to the Native Americans. Because oh they have sweat lodges and they have all this wisdom and blah de blah blah de blah and it's it's native uh, Americans Ooh. it's yoga it's it's from India it's wisdom from China it's what but we don't even think about our own history and that we had the gods if you if you ask yeah. a, 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 a Dutch kid about Woden who is that you know. It's Odin here, and, and, and when I was talking with a little kid here at the market, and I, I asked them about the runes, they said, yeah, we know what it is. If I show it in the Netherlands, they really don't know. While we had also, the Frisian people had also their own rune uh, system. So, you know, it's easy to, to watch outside yourself and, and fetch things. You know, I met a Maori guy and everybody wants to do haka because, oh, that's badly and, oh. Yeah, but we have something, maybe we had something like that. Only we forget about it and it's easier to look at these people than to look inside and, and see what's our tradition and what did we before Christianity t took over because it's it, in a way it, it wiped away a lot. And... Um, Fortunately, uh, there were some outlaws who went to Iceland. That's why the whole whole mythology about about the Nordic mythology survived because these people ran from Christianity in in, in the first place. And when the uh, Christianity came to Iceland, uh, they still had their old ways, their pagan ways of of uh, dealing with the gods. Um, so uh, thank you to these guys. Otherwise, it was maybe it was totally wiped away. Yeah. 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 So you're bringing up uh, uh, the Iceland, and and there was this guy. Uh, you have to check this up. Uh, the facts around this story, but so Snorri Sturluson's yeah. Edda. Uh, he he's writing about a big fight between Asarna and Vanerna, yeah. and the Asarna 
is then they will would have the uh, the Viking uh, the gods mm-hmm. from the Viking the Asatru, and the Vanerna supposed to be uh, another people yeah. whom the, Vi- the the Asana was fighting. Mm-hmm. So then people have started asking, who are these people? Who, who is this people? Yeah. And so one theory is that these people are nomadic uh, people, uh, whereas the Asana were, were stationary, they, or they would go away sometimes, mm-hmm. but they would be farmers uh, mostly. And and then also another piece is that uh, the archaeological history of this area suggests that there there is another people uh, living in this area, uh, not on Solaran maybe, but close to here. This was good farmland. This was the place for the Asarna. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But uh, behind Yesunda Berget, if you go further west, things don't grow as well anymore. And we have Vansbro, and we have Van Ån. Uh, so I'm bringing a little bit of, of this, uh, yeah, yeah, exciting yeah. history into yeah. into this interview. But uh, supposedly this could have been a, a meeting place f- for the Vaner and the Asar. And uh, who knows? Maybe the fight was on the bridge between. <laughs> yes or no? And, uh, so yeah. no well, you got that feeling. Yeah. It's possible. Mm. Yeah, but but yeah, or yeah. or but th- that's what we thought about about the uh, mountain also. Yes, Maybe there was a temple on top of it because it's such a remarkable place mm-hmm. in the yeah. in landscape. And I know in France, in uh, uh, what's it, the Dordogne, they had the Cro-Magnon. They lived 35 kilometers from shore. And within half an hour, through all the mountaintops, they could warn each other with big fires. So if there was a enemy flood uh, coming into uh, their place on the river, then they could warn each other within 35 minutes. So, you know, maybe it's this was the last station, and it's very interesting to see if we can find more mountaintops Mm-hmm. Until we reach the sea again, you know, and mm-hmm. then we can reconstruct this this whole thing. So it's yeah. Why Sto- not? The story is alive. There's the more, story there's, is alive. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, yeah. more to tell about this. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're gonna close uh, this conversation, but uh, I want to thank you for sharing a little bit of your insights and your uh, positive idea about the future. Also, so. Maybe uh, now that you're going to get a lot of phone calls. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll be here. We'll meet again. Yes. Vi avslutar eh Solrepodden för den här gången och musiken som spelades var Otysta ensamhet eller Visa från utan myra. Inspelad i Solrekyrka av Britt Inger Nilsson. Vi hoppas att det kommer nya avsnitt här inom en snar framtid kanske. Vi får väl se. Solreporten har inte gjort sig känd för att komma ut allt för ofta. Men så får det vara. Vi hoppas att reflektionerna ändå får tid på sig att, att verka. Jag heter Jon Wörmark och hej på er.